Welcome to Faith to Faith Broadcast. Enjoy the dynamic teaching ministry of Pastor T.B. Peters, the President of Renaissance Assembly Incorporated. This message will take you from where you are to where you ought to be. The Bible talks about every thought that exalts itself above the knowledge of Christ. He said bringing them down. It means that there are certain thoughts that try to limit God's ability in your life. There are two things that those thoughts try to limit. Number one, it tries to limit, first of all, the ability of God in your heart. That means that you're saying, can God, can God, can God, can God. After a while, you say, well, God has done many things, so he can do that. Satan doesn't give up. If he cannot limit the ability of God in your life, he will go further to try and limit the willingness of God in your heart. So you are saying, I know God can do it, but I don't know if he will do it for me. Are you listening to me? You say, I know God is all-powerful. He can do it. But I don't know if he will do it for me. 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 I don't know if he will do it for me. That is a thought. Exalting itself. Amen. Against the knowledge of God in you. Amen. Are we together? So, what the Spirit of God does in meetings like this, is that as I'm speaking, the Spirit of God will come upon you. Amen. And start impressing new images on your heart. There will be shifts taking place internally first. That will make you begin to see things in a different light. Amen. You say, I've been sick all my life. You begin to see how it is possible for you to be healthy for the rest of your life. The pictures start coming to you. Amen. You see, you can see yourself always. You've always seen yourself with that picture of swallowing tablets, going to the hospital, talking to a doctor. That's the picture you have. You see, you, that's the picture you carry. So even if you relocate from this city and go to a new city, what you are thinking is, I hope there's a doctor nearby. So the first thing God does is to start bringing impressions to your spirit. For you to start seeing a picture of someone that is not always swallowing pills. Someone that is not always seeing doctors. Someone that is now living a healthy life. Amen. Now, you know, I, I, I could use an example to just illustrate this point. Um, I have I've used different kind of cars. You understand that? I started with my father's car. Are you understanding me? You know, and that car was such that if any of my parents, one of the cars they, they, they had, if any of them took it out, they will not come back with it. That's the car will leave you on the road. Are you understanding me? But anywhere I went with it, I will come back with it. Because we had an understanding. Are you understanding me? I will come back with it. So, that was, let me use the word, the first car. It was a Peugeot 504. I still remember the number of the car. You know? Now, then, I started, I got my own first car. As a young man. Now, that car, because when I was using my dad's car, the reason why they could even leave it for you is that the car is not useful to them again. <laughs> Amen. Yes, the car is no more useful to them. Amen. That car, I opened the bonnet more than I opened the boots. Are you listening to what I'm saying? <laughs> I opened the bonnet more than I opened the boots. <laughs> One thing I'm sure of opening every day is the bonnet. And there are some of you that that's the kind of car you use. 
You open the bonnet more than you open. In short, you hardly open the boot because there's nothing to put inside. Amen. <laughs> so by the time I started using my own first car, it was better than that other one. But it visiting the bonnet is not a, it's not a new thing. It's not a strange thing. At least you come out, you know. That's how we were taught in our own day. You understand that? You come out, you check your water, you check oil. Are you understanding me? Now, that's the mindset. Until God impressed upon my heart and said, it must not be like, like that. Amen. Are you understanding me? Have you not seen someone driving? He's sweating more than people that are strolling. <laughs> are you understanding me? He's sweating more than people that are walking on the road. Someone entered the car that you are driving in. He will say, please let me use transport next time. The new picture starts impress, getting impressed on my heart. And then, now, the picture is different. Are you understanding me? The picture is different. The picture is different. Where you are using a car, you can't remember the last time you opened the bonnet. You, don't, you haven't forgotten how to open the bonnet because you don't regularly open it. You see a new picture? Are you understanding what I'm saying? Now, let me say what I, where, where I'm going to. See, everybody has pictures they are carrying in their hearts. Are you understanding me? That influences their decisions and actions. And God knows that before anything around you can change, everything, things within you will have to first change. Your surrounding is a reflection of the pictures you carry in your heart. So Satan's work is to keep putting pictures of fear, pictures of confusion, Pictures of bitterness in your heart. Constantly pumping it regularly in your heart. So that your environment will look like what is in your heart. So here you are. All you can think of is how there's not enough money. How you're looking for who will help you. How you need someone to add something to what you want to do. That's the picture you carry. Today, as I'm speaking, light is breaking forth upon you. As I'm speaking, light is breaking forth upon you. Light. That light will shatter every darkness in your heart. The gospel is light. I said it's light. As I'm speaking, light is shining in your heart in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And that light that is shining in your heart will affect your body. It will affect your bank account. It will affect your family. It will affect your business. It will affect your children. Say, I receive that light. Say again, I receive that light. Listen to me. You will live here and there will be no more limitations. You will do business without limitations. Are you understanding me? You will live your life without limitations. No more health limitations. No more financial limitations. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. The Bible says, the yoke shall be destroyed. 
the burden shall be removed because of the anointing. That means the anointing is a limit breaker. And so when that power of God comes upon you, you will no more be limited. Glory to God. That thing they said you cannot do, people will see you doing it. Glory to God. That thing they said, no, 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 it can never happen. They will see it happening to you and happening in your life. Glory to God. Listen to me. You are functioning in the realm of possibilities. Where what you eat and drink are impossibilities. Are you understanding me? They say it's impossible. You are feeding on it. They say it's impossible. You are walking on it. Listen to me. I welcome you to a life of walking on water. I welcome you to a realm of walking on water. In your business endeavors, you will walk on water. In the name of Jesus Christ. As we are closing this year, you will walk on water. What they said a human being cannot do, you will do and much more. Jesus has said, greater works than this shall you do. The greater works are breaking out in your home, in your life, in your finances, in the name of Jesus Christ. Look at the people for greater works. Look at the generation for greater works. Your family is experiencing greater works in the name of Jesus Christ. Hey, that day has come. We are not talking about what others did. It's time for what we are doing to be spoken about. The exploits of, of, of the book of Acts will be nothing compared to the breakouts that will be happening in your life. Are you listening to me? The Bible tells, tells us about what happened in the book of Acts from chapter 1 to 28. You will be the chapter 29 in the name of Jesus Christ. The book of Acts did not end. You know why it didn't end? Because your story had to be part of it. Glory to God. Because the acts of the Holy Ghost through the early church is continuing with the latter church. Glory to God. Are you listening to me? I don't call that book the book of Acts of the Apostles. Because not the only apostle that had Acts. Philip was not an apostle. Stephen was not an apostle. Amen. But you know what? They had manifestations. So I call that book the Acts of the Holy Ghost through the church. And those acts have not stopped today. And are functioning through you and me in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Glory to God. The impossible things will be happening. In our lives and around our homes. In the name of Jesus Christ. Listen to me. Don't accept anything that is contrary to God's word in your home. Are you understanding me? And so, lift your hand with me and say in the name of Jesus. I suspend every activity. That is contrary to the word of God in my home, in my life, in Jesus' name. Say amen to that. (laughs) Mountains don't move on their own. Mountains move when men speak to them. He said, you shall say to this mountain. The mountain is still there because nobody had said. I don't know what your name is. You will say today. You will say. It is when we start saying that we start seeing the mountains in our lives moving. The days of being afraid are over. Hey, the Bible said in 2 Corinthians 4.13, it says we having the same spirit of faith. And listen, these meetings are impartations of the spirit of faith. 
Ezekiel was talking about how he said, The Spirit came upon me and entered into me and took me up. Are you understanding me? Now, there are people that the power of God comes upon them and they go down. The Holy Ghost came upon them and they came up. Lifted him up. The Spirit entered into him. That's how that Spirit of faith will embrace you. That the actions you'll be taking after today, they will be inspired by the spirit of faith. (laughs) A spirit that doesn't see impossibility. (laughs) Listen to me. The things that are happening today, they are manifestations of that spirit of faith around us. Amen. 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 You are not in an ordinary meeting. I say you are not in an ordinary meeting. Amen. You are not in an ordinary meeting. Amen. As you are seated here, you are in a pool of miracles. time they try to limit the children of Israel. They limited, try to limit them. Don't pass here. You will live like this. You will live that. When the prophet showed up, amen, all limits were broken. Amen. Amen. They were brought out of Egypt. You know what it means to be in Egypt? It's not the place of their choice. But there's nothing they can do about it. The Bible says, by a prophet, the Lord brought Israel out I've come to bring you out of. I've come to bring you out of anything that has limited you or held you down. There are certain things that your age, you entered it in a particular age and you've been on that age, in that place for like four, five, six years. I've come today to liberate you and to bring you out in the name of Jesus Christ. There are certain things people entered into. Maybe you entered it when you were 26. Believe it that by 28, you'll be out. 26, 28. 26 met you there. 27, 28, 29, 30, 31, 34, 35. 39 has met you there. See, today, hear God's word. I've come to bring you out. If 39 or 40 met you there, 41 will not meet you there. In the name of Jesus Christ. Hey, as I'm speaking, you are shifting by the power of God. Hey, I was in a meeting one time. And the Lord told me to announce to them. He said, there are shiftings and liftings. Shiftings and liftings. And then I told them, I said, there are shiftings and liftings. The shifting is this, that you are standing here. God will move you. Move you. Amen. Move, literally move you. Amen. From that point to another point. That means that the environment you will now find yourself in is not the one you were in before. There are shiftings. There are shiftings. There are shiftings. There are shiftings. Hey! And then there are liftings. Elevations. By the power of the Holy Ghost. Elevations. It means that you were on this level. Now God brings you to the next level. And then God brings you to the next level. Elevations. And I saw... God was showing me things years ago. 
And I'll share it with some brethren. I, you, know, you know, when some of us finished university, you know, I had friends that were concerned about their future. They were concerned about what will happen after now. You know, okay, we'll finish school now. What's the next thing? What's the next phase? What's the next life? So one of those days we were praying and God gave me a word. And I said, God's elevations are not one, two, three. God's elevations are one, twenty, fifty. Are you understanding me? So don't be counting with people. Are you understanding me? God will compress time on your behalf. So God's elevation is not step one, step two, step three. Someone can be in step one. When the power of God, hey, he said, how shall these things be? The Holy Ghost will come upon you. The power of the highest will overshadow you. It will be from step one, and then you find yourself at step ten. And then from step ten, it will be fifteen. Amen. Those promotions are supernatural, divinely orchestrated promotions. How can you explain how a young boy slept in prison in the night and the next day he's prime minister? Is that step one to two? Joseph, the prime minister. Joseph was in prison. He was a prisoner. A prisoner. An immigrant that came into the country without papers. Are you understanding me? Without papers. He came into Egypt without papers. He was sold in slavery. Remember that. In that country, God began to lift him. Now, he went into trouble. That trouble of being imprisoned by the, by the issue with Potiphar's wife would have set him back 20 years. Kabarikato. Lebrande ekis kapratoya. Milebra hakata. Every setback, I reverse it now in the name of Jesus. You came here. There are experiences you've had maybe this year that have set you back. Mikaruba, Librande Kiskapate. I declare in the name of Jesus, I reverse that setback. I have come as God's man to push you forward, to push you forward, to push you forward in the name of Jesus Christ. This is your recovery. This meeting is your recovery for every setback. Now sit down for a moment. Joseph had a setback. He had been in prison because of something he didn't do. He does not have any political force to assist him because he's not even from that country. And you are standing against political bigwigs. If the wife of, of, of the governor accuses you, you are finished. In the midst of that, that word of God, hey, that has been spoken over his life, came and pulled him out. Amen. Remember something that already happened to Joseph, which is the thing happening to you today. That before ever he went into prison, God has given him a picture. Kaba libahataya. Enlargement of heart. He already had the picture. That means that anywhere you put him, that picture will still show. God had done something internally in him. Are you understanding me? Remember that while he was in his father's house, at the age of 17, he had a vision. He saw his brothers come and bow before him. He saw that he was in a place of authority. It was in the midst of that that all other experiences started happening to him. But he never lost that picture. For some of you, this service is the service that that picture will be delivered to your spirits. Then for some of you, God, that picture he had put in your heart, I have come by the anointing of the Holy Ghost to push you into that picture. 
for the manifestation of that picture. So Joseph was in prison. But the picture was, cannot be imprisoned. Amen. And then the vision was in his heart. The Bible told us that at the end of the day, he came out. How? There was a dream. Amen. An opportunity came. Listen, when the anointing starts moving on your behalf, you know what starts happening to you? The opportunity that we bring your elevation will show. Are you listening to me? The opportunity that we bet your next level, it will show. And when it shows, you will take advantage of it. Joseph was brought out of prison. The next day, they were discussing terms of him being the next in command to Pharaoh. That means that he's now a boss to his former boss that put him in prison. Are you understanding what I'm saying? Is that step one? Is that step one, step two? I'm asking, is that step one, step two? Amen. Is what? Step one, step ten. Thank you. Step one, step ten. That's your experience. Though. Tap your neighbor and say, it's not step one to two. Listen, you know what? Step one to two is normal. But now, when the anointing has started working in my life, it's not step one to two. Anything less than one to ten is not. It is step one, then step ten. That is shifts, elevations by the Spirit of God. Lift your hand and pray in tongues for a moment. The spirit of faith is jumping upon you. Hey, hey, hey. It's jumping upon you. Jumping upon you. There are some of you here as I'm speaking. Hey, your heart is being enlarged. Pictures are forming. New images are being imprinted on your spirits while I'm speaking. For my eyes have seen the King, the Lamb upon the throne. Who reigns forevermore? For my eyes have seen the King, the Lamb upon the throne, who reigns forevermore. I see the Lord. I see the Lord. Exalted I above the worship of the people of 
the Lord. There are divinely granted experiences as I'm speaking. Men are seeing and hearing. Flashes of visions are breaking forth in our midst. Oh, my eyes have seen the King. Reba Kataya Balebosha, the Lamb of God, the throne who reigns for Receive visions, impressions of the Holy Ghost on your heart. Receive, receive, receive visions in the name of Jesus. New pictures in the name of Jesus. I see the Lord. Thank you, Lord. On my left, on my right. <laughs> I see pictures. The Lord. Wherever you're watching from, the power of God is the same. I see visions, pictures, impressions of the spirits. I see the Pictures, visions, divinely granted appearances, impressions upon your spirit. manifestations of the spirit you see they are they can only be given by the spirit of God. Amen. Are you listening to me? What we're talking about visions, pictures that the Holy Ghost impresses on your heart because he wants to alter the direction of your life forever. Oh, I, I read about how Smidugusod was sharing about the two visions he had that changed his life. 
He said the first vision, he was going to pray for someone. You know, they felt the person was sick and um, about to die. It was a lady, I believe. And then he looked around for someone that could pray to go with him. And then he took the man to the place. When he got there, he met the husband of the lady that was ill. So he told the guy he came with, pray. Because the guy could pray. He said when the guy opened his mouth to pray, he said the prayer he was praying is not the prayer he wanted to hear. The man was praying. When he saw the condition of the woman, he said, Lord, prepare the heart of the husband and the family to receive her soul. You understand that? He was praying for her to die. And praying for the, to comfort the people already. Smith Wigglesworth said he was just praying. Let him just stop. Let him just stop that prayer. Then he stopped. He asked the husband of the woman to pray. The husband started praying the same thing. Thanking God for her life. And now that she's going to go, he said in his heart, he shouted, Stop! And he said it verbally, Stop! Stop! He stopped the prayer. Stop! He had a bottle of anointing oil he used to always carry around with him. At that time in his life, that's the revelation he had. He opened it and emptied the content over the woman. Then, the first time in his life, Jesus appeared at the head of the bed and smiled at him like you are doing the right thing. The woman was healed instantly. That brought a shift to his healing ministry. The second vision he had was when he saw an empty cross. Hey! Meaning that Jesus is alive. You know, some people don't understand how we, we come about doing this. There are some people seated here that knew me many years ago. And they will be amazed because the one they knew is not the one standing here. There are pictures that God will impress on your hearts. It will alter your life forever. It will change your life forever. The Bible says that I will pour my spirit upon all flesh. Then he said, young men shall see visions. What he meant by visions, there will be divinely granted, there are pictures God will put in your hearts. That when you come out of that experience, you cannot talk like your mates. You cannot think that they rest. Are you understand what I'm saying? There are manifestations of the Spirit. You think, you know, these things are tangible and they are real. I believe them more than you I'm seeing with my eyes. Because there are some things that are more real to me than what a, the hand can handle and what the eyes can see. We sing that song. I see the Lord. What's that line that says? For my eyes have seen the King, the Lamb upon the throne. I'm not singing it <laughs> because it's a lyric. I'm singing it because it's my song. Amen. As I'm speaking, there's a river of power flowing in this place. A stream flowing in this place. Actually, streams. 
The ones that are sick, the stream is flowing and bringing healing to them. There's a stream of impartations of the spirits. That things are jumping on you. Amen. Amen. To make you do unusual things. <laughs> there are angels in this place. The power of God is here. <laughs> and lives are being fixed, repaired, repackaged, rearranged. Are you hearing me? I said lives are being fixed, repaired. Repackaged, rearranged, upgraded. Amen. Lives are being fixed, repaired, repackaged, upgraded. Are you listening to me? All happening at the same time. Listen. Um, the Spirit of God asked me to say this, so I'm, I'm going to talk along those lines. See, I am not preaching to you because I learned how to preach. God called me. Amen? And revealed himself to me and gave me a message for you. Anytime people recognize that, <laughs> you say, who had believed that report? To whom is the arm of the Lord revealed? The arm of the Lord is revealed in their lives. I am not a regular preacher and a sent one. And when you recognize that, the words I'm speaking to you, they will move your life in directions you will never have imagined. Never have imagined. I will share with you three experiences. And as I'm talking to you, you are entering experiences that will alter. Are you listening to me? Because this is an impartation service. You are entering experiences that will alter everything that you've ever been. I grew up in a Christian home. I say that all the time. But you see, I'm not serving Jesus because my parents were serving Jesus. I met Jesus for myself. They helped me with a platform to know that those things were real. Even if, at a time in my life, I was not interested in those things. Are you listening to me? I was not interested in those things. But it made me understand that those things were real. And that's the greatest legacy my parents left for me. But when I started opening up, I found out that if God, you allow him to get your attention. Amen. And some of you, this is what he's doing, he's getting your attention. Like the burning bush experience of Moses. Moses was going about his life, God was trying to get his attention. And then a bush was burning. He said, I will turn aside and see this great sight. Some of you came for this meeting with that kind of mindset. Let me go and see what they are doing there. God is trying to get your attention. 
Just give him your attention. You will see what he will make out of your life. I always tell people, if you think your life is useless and there's nothing you can do with it, give it to God. He is an expert in turning useless things to useful things. There is nobody that they have dumped for God that God rejected. Are you listening to me? There's no human being that they've brought and dumped for God that God rejected. Lift your hands. Say, I receive all the impartations of the Spirit of God in this meeting. Whether you're watching by live stream and listening to this message, the same thing will jump on you as I'm talking. The same Spirit will come upon you. Now, these things have been consistent for many years. Many years now. Before I started telling the stories, are you understanding me? Alright? Before I started saying what happened to me, the things were already happening. As a matter of fact, I was, it's because we're explaining why it is happening that we're telling the story. Are you understanding what I'm saying? Long before we started telling anybody what happened to us, the things were already happening. Glory to God. Oh, I had a vision. A lot of things have happened that are part of normal Christian life. But I'm just talking about exceptional things. Things that were out of the normal. And I remember that very well. How that an angel walked up to me. You know, in my early years, I used to be conscious of not sharing these things. Until the Lord told me to start sharing them. Amen. So I have permission to share it today. And then when he walked up to me, I was in a dark place. There was a shaft of light breaking from under the door. So I I was wondering what was shining there until he walked in. And started approaching me. And then, well, that's not what I was expecting at that moment. So I stretched my hand to shake him. I was trying to, that's not my courtesy, I was introducing myself. You understand that? So, but as he came in, he said, The Father sent us. So, like us, I thought he was alone, but there was someone else behind him, another angel that looked smaller than he was. So, anytime I try to look at that one, he will move behind the one that was, like, he will move behind the one that was in front. Like, I should listen to, that's the, he didn't say so, but that was the message I got. Listen to the one that is in front of you. He will move behind. And, of course, I know someone is behind, then I'm trying to look, and then he will just, it's not like moving with his feet, he's just moving. Are you understanding me? So, the one speaking to me began to deliver the message. He said, the Father sent, sent us. While he was, um, when he said the Father sent us, I said, um, I started introducing myself. And you know what came out of my mouth? <laughs> this was like maybe 23 years ago. I said, I'm an anointed man of God. At, at that time in my life, I had not preached <laughs> to 
300 people gathered together. Are you understanding me? No. But you see, there was something in my spirit. It came out from my mouth. I said, I'm an anointed man of God. And he said, I know. Now, what surprised me was what he responded after everything had happened. I said, okay. He didn't say, how dare you say that? Are you understanding me? He said, I know. They delivered the message and left. I didn't share that for many years. I didn't share that for many years. I talk about, so when I talk about angels, I know what I'm talking about. When I teach on the ministry of angels, I know what I'm talking about. Amen. I know what I'm talking about. I talk, you hear me talk about rivers of power. That when I stand in the meeting and I start talking, just give me a few minutes. The, the, there will be a flow. It will start with the people in front. It's always better to sit in front when you're in my meeting. Amen. <laughs> Glory to God. Amen. Glory to God. Now, and you, the same thing. Up until the last person. After a while, the whole room is flooded. Are you understanding me? Are, are you with me? Because it's out of my belly flows rivers of living water. They are rivers of power. Hallelujah. And they are flowing now as I'm talking to you. I said they are flowing now as I'm talking to you. That's why some people come for the meeting. Hands were not laid on them. Are you understanding me? And then they experience what I'm talking about. Is that river? How I was praying, spending a certain period of time in prayer. I was praying. Preparing for a meeting, April the 3rd, 1998. And I fell into, you know how somebody at a cliff, you know, where like a waterfall down, you understand that? How someone falls. I fell into a river of power. As I fell, I was shouting. Because all the experiences of all great men I've read about were flashing in my spirit. I said, this is what Smith was talking about. This is it. Now, before that time, I'd been healing the, um, getting the sick healed, getting people filled with the Holy Ghost. So that's not what I was talking about. Is that this tangible power. Amen. Are you understanding me? That as we're talking, your heart is burning. Are you understanding me? That's what we're talking about. That's why talking, our words are confirmed with signs following. I came out from that experience. I did not tell anybody what happened to me. I did not tell anybody what happened to me. I was not even married at that time. I didn't tell anybody what happened to me. I just came for that meeting and stood in front of the meeting. <laughs> if you receive impartation, it will show. Are you understanding me? Impartations are tangible. They are tangible transactions of the spirits. Are you listening to me? They are tangible transactions of the spirits. I didn't tell anybody what happened. The power of God met us in that place. In my life at that time, I'd never seen that kind of thing anywhere. I was surprised. The meeting ended there. It was supposed to be a two-part meeting. I was to preach first, someone else to preach second. The meeting ended there. After that, people started inviting me for certain meetings. I 
And some of the meetings, they'll say, we don't want you to preach. Just come and, they'll say, come and bring the manifestation of the Spirit in our midst. And some of those meetings, we just come and sing a song. It's, I'm not a musician, no, by all standards. Are you understanding me? But when I'm singing, I am releasing power. Are you understanding me? Are you understanding me? That's the difference. That's the difference. But let me tell you why I'm telling you these stories. I'm telling you these stories because I want you to understand that these things are impartations too. Amen. I also receive them. I also receive them. My steps have been ordered. I represent successions of unctions. Are you understand what I'm talking about? So, there are mighty things. Mighty things. It is, as I started reading the Bible, that I began to understand the experiences that were going on in, 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 in yesteryears. How that I had the privilege to sit under the ministry of Archbishop Benson in the house. Then, well, I didn't know it was such a big thing. Are you understanding me? I was a young person. But impartations came. Apostolic authority. Are you understanding me? Where someone is talking, say, ah, this person, is he, is he 60 years old? Are you understanding me? It is that apostolic authority. It's by transference of spirits. My unction is older than my age. Because it's from the ancient of days. Amen. Amen. Are you understand what I'm talking about? Impartations. Impartations. At that time, I was not, it's not the way, I was not saying, Amen. You just maybe parents who just move you in that direction and then you enter into certain things. How that he was sitting down on a chair when he came to a particular house. And then parents were going there and sitting down praying on the chair. My father called me. I was young. He said, go and sit on it. Me? He said, yes, go and sit down there. I went and sat on it. Now listen, it's not like I felt goosebumps or anything. I sat there, amen, amen. I recognized that they were telling me to do something very important. So I just sat. I stood up. Listen to me. After that time, I had the privilege of sitting in Archbishop's meeting two or three more times. But when he spoke... All his messages I ever heard him preach, up to today, I have not forgotten them. Because they are not in my head, they are in my spirit. After that, I had jam. Years after that, I had jam on Saturday. Friday night, I was a young man, maybe 16, 17. I heard that Archbishop, um, sorry, Reverend Dr. Mark, by some of you might not know, was coming to a program. I went for the meeting. The program was over. They were carrying him and going. I ran after him. They put him in the car. I chased the car. When they saw the way I was chasing the car, he told them to stop. And they stopped. He wound down his glass. I don't share this experience so much time. He brought out his hand. Help me! And spoke words over me. I was a young fellow. I said the day before I wrote jam. 
I came back later. My father said, where did you go? I said, eh, Reverend Doctor. He said, eh, call the man's name again. I said, Reverend Doctor. He said, call the name again. I said, Reverend Doctor. He, he didn't see Doctor to his name. He, didn't... <laughs> he said, he did not see Doctor to his name. <laughs> you have jumped in the morning. You went to, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but you know something? I've not even had the privilege of sharing or discussing with um, Reverend Dr. Mokbai. But you know, the same way I would stand in meetings and the power of God would fall upon people, it was an unction that that man carried upon his life. So we, are not, we didn't just show up. Amen. Are you understanding me? If we don't tell you these stories, you will not understand. We didn't just show up. 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 I was reading Ken Higgins materials. I was raised on Ken Higgins materials. I will read them. I will study them. I will meditate on them. I will read them. I will study them. I will meditate on them. One of those days, I took a magazine. Word of Faith magazine. I used to get it from a relative of mine. And I was in the house with it. When I opened the middle page, they had the picture of Kenneth Hagin, Holy Ghost laughter. They took a picture. It was the center page. As I opened it, the power of God came upon me. I fell under the power and I was laughing like that. After that, in my meetings, people started laughing. I can tell you all the impartations, one point at the other, where it came. Are you listening to me? So these are real things. As I'm speaking to you, these things, you are entering into them in the name of Jesus. Amen. Laugh a little. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> Laugh a little. There are stirrings of the Holy Ghost. As you are laughing, cases are being settled. Transactions are being completed. They are being completed. They are being completed. They are being completed. Barotele, Sebredi, Kete, Baliba, Jeteleboso. Remende, Ecletes, Elebon, Bragadia. Hey! As you are laughing, hanging testimonies are dropping. Hanging testimonies are dropping. As you are laughing. Hey! Ha 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 ha! Hanging testimonies are dropping. Balomo loboto ye beregade. Rakatoba lebrendo balikatoba lebo beregade telere. Meleteye balose beregade telere. In the name of Jesus. Don't joke with this manifestation of spirits. I was listening to the children when Jemima was sharing her testimony. It, this is how it starts. That's how it starts. That's how it starts. And then. Those manifestations become consistent through your life. That's how I start. Even me, I was listening, although she had shared it with me, she shared it with us at home. I was listening to it when she was giving a testimony of how she was, whether she was confessing God's word or praying, I can't remember which of them now. And then she slept off. And she had an exam the next day. Alright? And then she saw the exam answers. And people were discussing the answers. 
Now, you can argue with her experience, but she had 100%. Are you understanding me? She went back and wrote what she saw. Those are the manifestations we are talking about. How old is she? Because you see something, these things, they rub off. Are you understanding me? They rub off. As you are around it, it starts working in your life. The rub off. That gift of seeing and knowing. You start functioning in it. I could relate to what she's talking about because I've seen those, kind of, those rub offs as a young person. I didn't understand what they were. You understand that? Because I didn't have scriptural understanding of what this is, what is that. But I knew that some unusual things were happening. And I'm saying to you that unusual things will be happening consistently, consistently around you. I've had visions. I call it zooming. Are you understanding me? Where God will zoom something that is far away, zoom it. As early as when I was 11 or 12. I didn't know what they were. It's not, I was not praying. That's why I was not spending time praying. But later I now understood, oh, it's all those rub-offs, oh, amen. But now, let me tell you something. No matter how they rub off, if you don't spend time on your own praying, you will never develop them. Amen. And so those things become consistent. Those things that used to be once in a while, they become consistent. That I could come for a meeting, and then there are meetings, the Spirit of God will tell me, because He had given me a script and a rod. I'll come and teach God's Word. At other times, there will be manifestation of God's Spirit. But you know what? Now they are part of you. Are you understanding me? They are part of you. You know, talking, when someone is learning how to talk, he will think about what he wants to say and then say it. After a while, he just talks, it just flows. Are you understanding me? That's how those giftings just flow. So we could be talking about normal things. And sometimes the supernatural will just show up. Amen. Glory to God. Fresh oil. Fresh oil. Fresh oil. You know what that does? You will not be struggling to serve Jesus. The struggle to read your Bible, the struggle to pray, fresh oil in the name of Jesus. Fresh oil. Now, these manifestations in 1 Corinthians 12, 7, it says, For the manifestation of the Spirit is given to every man to profit without. It says, For the profit of all. That means that the reason why the manifestations show is so that you will profit from it. Amen. You will gain, it, you will gain from it. 
The manifestations are already happening and that will happen today. They will profit you. I lost my key. <laughs> I was in Form 1. FGC Port Harcourt. I lost my key. We went recently for a reunion. This was in October. You know. And it was so funny to me because when we got to school, I was put on a table. A Form 1 um, class, their table, you know, and they would look so small, I was like, is this how we were small when we were in Form 1? You know, because I'm sure I was smaller than they were. You know, so, I was looking at them, then a girl in a Form 1 girl was crying, when they were supposed to be eating. Uh, the idea was that the parents or the, uh, the former students would eat with it. So we were eating, and she was crying. I said, why are you crying? You know, she says, she, I lost my key. You know how someone said, lost her key. Someone lost his job. You understand? <laughs> you know, she lost her key, you know. She lost her key. Like, okay. okay. I remember that, you know, when you lose your key too, your world has ended. You understand? So where did you drop it? Blah, blah, blah. And we tried to help call her parents to bring this spare key. But I lost my key about that age, you know. And it was close to my birthday. Alright. So, I was really worried. Now, the thing about the key was not just the key. Okay. I had um, a customized key holder that an uncle gave to me. It had my name on it. You understand that? TBW A. Peters. And um, my school or something. It had my name on it. Imprinted on it. So, it was, you know, there were two gifts that I never forgot. The first wristwatch I ever had and that, you know. So, so I, I lost it. So it was not the key that was disturbing me. It was the key holder. <laughs> Souvenir. You know, I thought I would, I, would, I would give it to, I would show it to my children's children. But it's missing now. <laughs> That's how I valued it. You understand that? God cares about your little concerns. So I lost the key. And you know how, now I went back to the school this year. It's still big, you know, but it looked, it looked like a country when we were small. Are you understanding me? The school looked like a country. <laughs> That's how big it looked to us. And we were so small. I remember going to the vice principal's office to sign exit. That's what they called it, right? Exit to sign to go out of school. And it was one of these uh, Muslim holidays. So people were going out of school. I had never gone. I've never paid transport. So I was like, wow, this would be an opportunity. So I went with my exit card and I said, you should sign exit to me. Thank God for smart principals. So we were signing for people. I was signing for people. When I came in, he said, where do you want to go? (laughs) He said, I still remember him. Um, I can't remember his first name, but Aroa. He was an author. He said, Come on, will you run out of my You that can get me inside this office. <laughs> he said, You that can get me inside this office. Will you run away? And he didn't sign it for me. I'm grateful that he didn't sign it because I don't even know where I was going to go. But. 
that's not the part of the story that I'm trying to get to. Now, I lost my key, and the school looked so big to me, I didn't even know where to go. So I knelt down by my bedside and I prayed. I said, Lord, let me find the key before my birthday. Amen. And I prayed. Now, if I was walking and saw the key somewhere, or someone brought it to me, it would have still been supernatural to me. You understand that? But how it happened showed me that these manifestations of the Spirit, they are for our help. Amen. I was walking out, some of you that will know the school I'm talking about, I was walking, there's a place to call 24 taps, because distance. And then, somebody, the distance I'm talking about is, if it's near, is from this point I'm standing to the gates of this premises, if it's near. That's how far the distance is. I was going to get water. I was the bucket. Somebody there knelt down, sorry, bent down, to pick something from the floor. I had a zooming vision. That was the first time that was happening to me. Zoom. I saw what was in his hand. It was my key. I started running with my bucket. <laughs> and when he picked it, he was trying to remove the key to throw it away. Maybe to keep the holder. Are you understanding me? He was doing that when I met him. It's my own. Then he gave it to me. Now, for me, that experience, I never forgot that experience. I never forgot that experience. That didn't happen in my life again until I became actively in ministry. Then I started having those kind of, you know, experiences. But it was a manifestation of the Spirit. Amen. You will enjoy manifestations of the Spirit. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. In a few minutes, the Spirit of God will be resting upon us. I want to read my scripture. In 2 Corinthians 4 verse 13, I was trying to show you something. It says, we having the same spirit of faith. <laughs> Say, we have the same spirit of faith. According as it is written, I believed and therefore have I spoken. We also believe and therefore speak. Now, uh, most of the time, if you stop here, you will miss the point because he has not finished. There's a semicolon, meaning that the next verse is connected to the verse that we just read. So, the next verse, the first word there is knowing. Everybody say knowing. knowing. Knowing that he which raised up the Lord Jesus shall raise up us, up us also by Jesus and shall present us with you. Back to 13. Who are the we? We in the New Testament. Amen. Amen. I said we in the New Testament. We in the New Testament. Having the same spirit of faith. What spirit of faith is he talking about? That spirit of faith that made Joshua tell the son to stand still. That spirit of faith that made David conquer his enemies 
That same spirit of faith that worked in the hearts of Caleb and Joshua. He said, we having the same. The same. Now, follow me. Let me just teach for five minutes. The word same that was used there changes the communication. Alright? Okay. Now, in English, we use same in different ways. Let me give an example. Um, I could say, I have the same microphone that they have on that table. Amen. What I mean is that I have a similar microphone. Okay? That means there is one microphone here and there is a second microphone there. Okay? So in English you say the same. You can say, oh, me and you have the same hairstyle. Alright? That means that the afro you have on your head is the same afro I have on my head. Amen. Same. Amen. I've been on this matter, have So, <laughs> so the same. Alright? Same. But we're talking about two things. Two different things. But they look alike. But that's not what he was talking about here. Alright? Anybody with a handkerchief? I used this illustration last time I thought on this. Good. Hold that microphone, that um, um, handkerchief. We have same handkerchief. White. Alright? Same. Same. Now, that's not what he's talking about. He's not saying that the type of spirit they had in the Old Testament is the type of spirit we have. That's not what he's talking about. Amen. Amen. Same here is talking about the exact one. Amen. Am I communicating? That means that this handkerchief in my hand is the one now I have put in his hand. Hold it. Are you understanding me? The same, we having the same, this one is what we're talking about. Are you understanding me? Did you get it? The same. So, what the scripture is saying is here, that spirit of faith that caused Moses to pass the Red Sea, that same spirit of faith you have. We, having the same, amen, the same, everybody say the same, the same spirit of faith. That means when you flip through the Old Testament, everything that faith produced in the, New, in the Old Testament, faith can still produce today. Oh, I don't know if somebody is hearing me. We having the same spirit of faith. As it is written, I believe, therefore, have we spoken. We also, we believe and we speak. But we don't just believe and speak. We believe and speak knowing. That means before faith acts, knowledge must be in place. We believe and speak knowing. We know. Amen. There's something we know. That's why we believe it. And that's why we speak it. Are we together? So faith is always based on knowledge. If I didn't say any other thing, get this one. Faith is always based on what? Knowledge. The knowledge of God's word. 
we have in the same spirit of faith according as it is written, we also believe and therefore speak, knowing that he which raised up the Lord Jesus shall raise up us also by Jesus. So there's something we know. That's why you sit to be taught God's word, so that you will know, and your faith will be based on a knowledge. So you know that if God is for you, nothing can be against you. You know that he that is in you is greater than the opposition that is in your business sector, that is in your organization, that is in your family. Are you with me? What we say is greater is he that is in you. I said greater is he that is in you. You know, some of you know how to quote scripture. But some of you don't know how to interpret the scripture within the context of your experience. Are you listening to me? The Holy Spirit helps you interpret scripture within the context of your own experience. So, greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. That means no system can hold you down. No system can hold you down. No system can limit you. No system can hold you down. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. So today, there will be impartations of the spirit of faith to do unusual things. Are you understanding me? Are we together? Impartations. That, that, that's what this meeting has been about, the three days. All the teachings, all the talk. Why were we talking about grace yesterday? To make you understand that, hey, I said grace is love unlimited. Amen. Are we together? That it's God's invitation to come and rest in his love. It is God's invitation to come and feast on the spoils of redemption. The message of the gospel summarized is food is ready. You know, when you pass, I mean, if you, you know, when I was a student, we used to patronize food is ready. Yes, Anna, food is ready. In the Baba, food is ready. There's no protocol. They will not first give you towel, um, uh, hot towel to clean your hand, you know. But now we're used to those kind of things. Now they give you hot towel first, you clean your hand, you just be discussing. You know, that's for people that are not hungry. <laughs> yes, Anna. <laughs> You'll be discussing, discussing. Then they will bring what? They will bring um, um, drinks. You understand that? Then they will bring water. Then you know, the, the guy might even ask, "How are you doing?" You know, you might even be asking you, this, what, how, "That way, asking me what? I, how am I doing?" I can't hear, I can't play. <laughs> when people just enter the place, just say, "Give me two rounds of uh, eba. Give me one." Uh, 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 um, what hide? Um, Pomo? You call it kanda? Then say, give me uh, this thing. Give me as it's ordering. You had better be performing. <laughs> food is ready, it's instant. Are you understanding me? And you enter direct, they give you food. <laughs> That's what Jesus has done. And he has announced to you, food is ready. Don't come with plates. Don't come with spoon. Don't come with cup. Just come and eat. Come and eat. He has prepared a table before you 
in the presence of your enemies. We read it from one of the translations. He said he has done what? A six-course dinner. Six-course. Six-course. No matter how greedy you are, you will eat and you will call someone to help you. Amen. That's how generous God is. Are you listening to me? The generosity of God will swallow up your greed. Say, God loves me. Say again, God loves me. Glory to God. As I'm speaking to you, the Spirit of God is resting upon you. The Spirit of God is resting upon you. There are some of you here that the power of God that is coming upon you is breaking out new paths for you. Are you understanding what I mean? Breaking out new paths for you. You know how somebody is going into a bush or a forest that nobody has treaded before and then they have to cut the sticks and the wood away you know, to clear a path. God, by this meeting, is breaking out new paths for you in the name of Jesus. You will see yourself walk on those new paths that God has broken out for you. It does not matter what had happened before today. Receive the goodness of God. Say, oh, I just went for that meeting. Is it just like that? Yes, so. Yes. I could share a thousand testimonies if I had the time. And it would be consistent showing the power of God doing things like this in the lives of people. Amen. Where somebody say, oh, you know, some of the cases you've forgotten about them. Their person's life, everything was upside down. And then they came for meetings like this and we spoke words and they went. And everything that was shouting became silent around them. Every voice that was contrary was silenced around them. Lift your hand and say, that is my experience. That is my experience. Say again, that is, my experience. that is my experience. Listen to me. God sent me with this message. There is power in the words that are spoken into your life. Are we together? There is power in the words that are spoken in your life. We were singing that song. For my eyes have seen the King, the Lamb upon the throne. Who reigns forevermore. I had stood before the one that sat on the throne. I saw a multitude of people that cannot be numbered. As I saw them in that vision, I began to preach. Whether in the body or out of the body, I cannot tell. But I was speaking to them. I'm preaching. I was preaching with everything in me. I saw my voice travel and stop at a point. I saw my voice travel and stop at a point. The crowd was more than where my voice could reach. So, I like, tried to muster more energy to push my voice beyond that point. But I saw that I couldn't push it beyond that point. Only for me to turn back, I saw the great I am seated on the throne. And then I turned and said, help. He said, Go. Day after day, I still hear the go in my spirit. He said, go. He empowered me. Listen to me. What we're doing here is a calling. Amen. Amen. It's a calling. Amen. Amen. It's a calling. 
and God confirms the words with signs. Miracles. Change lives. Change lives. Listen to me. Some of you, that financial struggle is over in your life today. That financial struggle is over in your life today. Thank you for listening to this message. If you have been blessed, you can reach us by email on info at faithtofaithonline.org or call us on 234-806-361-3560. You are big, blessed, and loaded. Thank you,